How do you all feel about a cold open? Okay. Do you have oh. something in mind? Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> the coolest possible opening. <laughs> Just a silent opening. Ah, uh, cold open. I like it. Books. This is a book that came out in uh, the year 2000. The third book in the series is the longest book in the series in my books. In the novels, write the book in the first book. Books. In the uh, books. Books. The fifth book is about to come out. Two books. And in the books. He does that in the books, too. Welcome to a song of Babies and Puppies. My name's Emmanuel. Uh, I'm joined by our co-host here and a new guest slash friend of the show, co-host whatever y'all gonna be um introduce yourself we spoke over each other last time so i was waiting for a second but <laughs> I, I guess i can just, just go quiet. next <laughs> <laughs> i'm janos i'm your co-host on this one too uh I, i'm Chaz. i'm here every now and again you know hanging out uh-huh i'm Kay, and i'm guest of the friend of the show okay <laughs> welcome guest <laughs> well thank you um so we, we read books here, um, and uh, but first we'll talk about some news. Uh, what do we got? News. We got, I mean, out. yeah, The Winds of Winter, still waiting for it. Uh, what was that, August? Or what, what was the last date we agreed on? Before uh, New Zealand or something? Yeah. So yeah, summer, summer 2020, still coming. We're not expecting it any day, but any month. Anytime. Anytime he's, he wants, he's really. going to announce it. There's like I don't know who uh, said that in uh, Discord. There was like someone who said I know someone in publishing, and they're like, if the Winds of Winter get announced, they're gonna like try their best to get it out as soon as possible. Like they're gonna <laughs> rush, mm-hmm. uh, rush yeah. it, or, like push back everything else. Mm-hmm. And they should, as they should. Yeah, yeah. It's they're gonna the, just like once the water starts flowing, they're just gonna open up every. Every floodgate, every fire hose, just let George's water flow. <laughs> it's like that bit in um, Mad Max where he opens the sluice and all the water comes out. That's, <laughs> that's going to be what it's going to be like. Yeah. <laughs> We're all just licking the earth, trying to get as much as possible. Turns out Immortan Joe was right, and I have become <laughs> addicted to a song of ice and fire. <laughs> So in absence of actual news, uh, here's here's the thing that George retweeted an article from winterscoming.net, but there's also other sides reporting of it on it. But I'm gonna go with the article on winterscoming.net for uh for for one reason is and it's that it starts with the words yeah science. <laughs> <laughs> A graduate would never say that. <laughs> Okay. Uh, this what about, this what article is <laughs> titled "New Genus of Pterosaur." Is that are we saying both letters or is it just pterosaur? No, you don't it's say that. Yeah. Okay, pterosaur, Same named pterosaur. for the dragons of House Targaryen, and then it goes, "Yeah, science. <laughs> a toothy and dark-boned t- pterosaur, a kind of flying dinosaur, has been christened Targaryen Draco Widenrothy in honor of House Targaryen." Reports National Geographic. Now, the important thing to note here is the National Geographic report on this happened, uh, I have it open here, in 
November 26, 2019. Oh. So was, was that before? No, that was after season eight ended, right? This was after season eight ended, yeah. So they, they knew, and they still did that. <laughs> they knew. <laughs> I guess I, I I guess the scientists who who are like fucking this is like the fucking Big Bang Theory scientists. <laughs> no 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 wait 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 let me defend these guys for a bit because the the uh pterosaur has dark bones which uh Bones. That <laughs> that matches the description in the books, but in the show they don't have black teeth or anything because they forgot. Uh, in the in the books, the dragons have black uh, teeth and bones because they have oh, yeah, high we see iron those content. Yeah, we do. See what the fuck bones. kind of name is Targaryen Draco? Well, you don't want to get him confused with the other Targaryen. Just put them together. <laughs> There's like these dragons have actual names in the book. Uh, Can't just go with Targaryen Draco unless they were also like into Harry Potter. So they kind of <laughs> tried to. <laughs> what if Draco Malfoy wrote a dragon? Dude? <laughs> That'd be so fucking. Draco cool. is a Targaryen. Oh, He's blonde. Wait a second. Draco is, is blonde. He's blonde and he's genetically evil. What? I'm I'm more concerned with the second word. What is Weedon Rothy? That's probably like a more sciencey part. How is it? Yeah, that's what I that's what I'd guess. Oh, uh, it's named after an amateur paleontologist. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, my bad. <laughs> His last name was Wiedenroth. Kurt Wiedenroth, near Hanover, Germany. Mm. Uh, so it's Wiedenroth. Yeah, he's the guy who discovered it in the fucking 1980s. He didn't even know about da- Daenerys Targaryen back then. <laughs> yeah, that was like 14 years after George started writing the Song of Ice and Fire books. <laughs> um... <laughs> All right. That's yeah, that's fucked a... up. He didn't agree to this. <laughs> what if he just hated it? <laughs> <laughs> they waited for him to die before naming it. <laughs> They're like, he always said he hated. It. He was like, not, not until, not, not, not as long as I'm alive. <laughs> Over my dead body, will you name my dinosaur after that <laughs> shitty TV show? They were like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I am also very uh, intrigued by the linked article, which is called "Someone Molded Torment Giant's Bane's Head from Clay." Watch it happen, <laughs> but I guess I'll never find out. I would not like happens. to watch it happen. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that ties back into the the guy because he found the skeleton in a in a clay pit. Mm-hmm. What oh, shit tells me it's all coming together. We're cracking this case wide open. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, we read some chapters this week. Yes. What happened in last? Oh, did we? we read them? Eventually, Just things happened. I finished reading them like an hour ago, so freshen the mind. We're we're on top of things here on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have them fresh. I like skimmed them last night again, just so I knew what happened. Whoa. Making us look bad. Yeah, the first one, like, the first one is, like, the Nedward, not Nedward, Edward, <laughs> something. That's his name. <laughs> Nedward. Neddy. They're calling him Nedward Stark. <laughs> yeah, Nedward Stark. <laughs> Nedward Stark. And that one has so much going, so much happening in that one. I know, there's, like, four different scenes in this one chapter. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it's three different plot lines they tie into. 
Yeah, it starts off with, uh, so it's the second day of the tourney. Um, Ned didn't show up for the first one at all, and so, like, that's why Sansa was just with her shitty nun, and, uh, <laughs> but... Well, we're so kind of finished... skipping. Oh, am I? Because Ned talks to Robert first. Well, he talks to Barristan oh, and Robert yeah, first. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that... They're doing what we did last uh, episode, where we're wondering who killed Sir Hugh, or why he was killed. <laughs> yeah. I think they saw who killed him. <laughs> <laughs> now, who killed Sir Hugh? <laughs> this is Ed's, like, warm-up mystery to see if he can figure out the bigger one. He just has to point out to the entire crowd and be like, well, here are my witnesses. It's like in the in the first Ace Attorney case where he has to answer who the defendant is. Yeah. Who is the victim in this case? Uh, this dead body right here. <laughs> What's the murder weapon? Oh, it's the bit of, uh, of Lance that's still stuck in his fucking head. Actually, he was uh, he was poisoned beforehand, and that's why his body smells so bad. <laughs> that's what the answer would be. <laughs> uh, yeah, he got brain poison because so he couldn't put his armor on right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Bearston and and Ned are looking at Sir Hugh's body, and it's sad. And Ned is having flashbacks to war times, and you know he's a young boy, and he's saying like. Ned will take care of the debt for the armor, and he wants to send his body off to the Vale, and then they go to Robert's tent. Yeah, they, like, walk through all the other tents, and they see all the other people, like, I don't really understand. They have, like, like a tent zone set up for the people who are going to fight or something? I think it's yeah, sort of well, like I'm... a carnival sort of thing. Yeah. Like a big They're celebration. Like it does seem fancy. Mm. They're having fat sausages, uh... With garlic and pepper. Oh, this is one thing uh, that I would eat for sure. Yeah, this just sounds like this just sounds good. This is mm-hmm. just this normal, doesn't like, even fair sound food. weird. No but mud it's pies here. Food, so it's on a stick. <laughs> mm. I would definitely eat fat sausage on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they go talk to Robert or Ed. He like heard that. Uh, Robert was planning on fighting. He was hoping to find Robert just passed out, like, in a stupor from being drunk. But he's not so lucky, and they find him trying to put on his armor, which is too small. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, he has two squires that are trying to stretch his, like, armor onto his body. And they're just crying. They're just, like, teenage boys (laughs) just crying while the king yells at them. Robert's so abusive to them. My note on this page just says mean exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> and like even even Ned is like, ooh, they're Lannister boys. I wonder if Cersei is scheming something. But like they're really just two teenagers who are I mean straight he up specifically not says that one is Sansa's age. So so he's like eleven. Yeah. I mean one is Lancel, which, you know, suspicious. Lancel, I think, is the one who's almost crying, though. So. Yeah. Yeah. And Lancel is also just 15. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they, like, can't put on the armor, and then Ned's like, it's because you're too fat. And he's like, fine, go blah, blah, blah. He scares them out. And then, like, Barristan and Ned are like, that was a good joke. We liked that. <laughs> <laughs> These, like, two, like, 
like famous to- for their honor and kindness men are like, <laughs> I think that I like yelling at squires. This is classic night stuff. They're having a sensible chuckle. They really are. From what we hear of like, like squire hazing, this is pretty tame. Yeah. Like, uh, Not a single ear was clouded. Uh, so yeah then they um, they try to convince Robert not to fight we talked a little bit about this before but um, basically like Ned realizes that um, Cersei uh, was like manipulating him into trying to go into the fight Mm. wait that's later in the chapter he figures out later yeah Yeah, 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 I think it's Barris tells him yeah yeah, yeah, Barristan is just like Everyone will let you win. And then that is like, ah, this is the angle we have to take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this like the most Barristan interaction we've had so far? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. He was just like barely in one of Sansa's chapters. Yeah, because I think he wasn't around at the first uh, council meeting. No, because he like That's where was, he was still riding the with the king. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Barristan is good. He is good. He's all right. I think I, I'm thinking that I like him. We'll talk about him in the in the next Ned chapter, but um, he, he's I got problems with him, but he, so they I mean, like yeah. Uh, this is probably the angriest we've seen Robert though. He gets fucking pissed uh, whenever <laughs> yeah, he realizes <laughs> that they're telling the truth. He snatches up his breastplate and throws it at Barristan in a wordless fury, <laughs> and then the next sentence is "Selmy dodged." <laughs> this fucking grandpa knight is just like ducking out of the way. <laughs> just a normal day. I mean, that's why he's the greatest knight of his, uh, of like his time. Yeah. You can't hit this guy with a breastplate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If you can dodge a breastplate, you can dodge a ball. Uh, he has like level 10 dodging. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's maxed out on decks. He's like fucking dex build. Actually, I guess he's probably a quality build. He just rolls all the way around who he's fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like playing Dark Souls, yeah. He can cast his pyromancies 10% faster than everyone else. (laughs) But yeah, Robert threatens to kill him and tells him to get out. And Bairston's just like, alright, peace. And uh, Ned's about to leave, but he says, not you. Um, And they talk a little bit more. And I forget what they talk about. Uh, Robert's like, hey, do you love your children? <laughs> and Ned's like, "Kind, uh, yeah, they're my children and I love them. And Ned says with all like, my heart, which is so cute. Yeah. And Robert's like, can't relate. <laughs> Cannot. <laughs> yeah. I've been loved a child of mine in 15 years. Mm-hmm. Robert is so bad here. Yeah. Yeah. He's like in both in both of the net chapters is gonna have like some heated gaming moment. <laughs> yeah. He's like, God, I hate my wife. Sometimes she doesn't wanna fuck me for some reason. Who knows why? Oh God, God I yeah. hate my son. Sometimes he doesn't like me for some reason. I can't figure things he's, out. He says he doesn't want to be king, but it's so uh, hard to be king. One reason he doesn't like voluntarily step down is the thought of Joffrey on the tr- throne with Cersei sending behind him, like whispering in my ear. And then he goes on d- saying, My son, how could I have made a son like that, Ned? And George is so his fucked head. up. This is, yeah, this is a bit, a bit like George, uh, this is like 50% George, you know, winking at the camera. 
and a hundred percent reason to remember the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, but like, also, it raises the legitimate point of like, you know, uh, Robert is like super irresponsible in how his child turned out just by being like the shitty father he was. Yeah. Yeah, like. How could I have made a son like that? It turns out when you're completely absent, except for like a few times where you fucking slap him or some shit, uh, it doesn't go well. Why does my son suck? I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame me. I didn't vote. <laughs> it's, it's also him just like yelling at these children and then running off and then him going, how could I ever have a sad, mean son? Not me. <laughs> Good character is stored in the balls. <laughs> Genetically, I'm a great person. And this is also where uh, Robert says, uh, John despaired of me often enough, yet I grew into a good king. <laughs> and then... <laughs> and Ned's making And Ned says grimacing face. emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Ned is like pressing X to doubt. <laughs> He's really, really doubting. And Robert's like, please say I'm better than Eris at least. <laughs> And that actually doesn't even say that. No. <laughs> doesn't even say he's better than Ares. Robert says, please say I'm better than Ares. And then he just like keeps talking. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, hey, um, the Knight of Flowers said I could marry his 14-year-old sister. <laughs> so that's cool. I know. Mm. He's like, ah, oh, God, I wish my son was Loras, which, you know, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> but Loras wouldn't have turned out like Loras if he was Robert's son. Mm. Although I don't know what Mace, what kind of father Mace is, to be honest. Yeah, we don't really know him yet. Yeah, we kind of. Should. He seems like just the like goofy uncle, but if you had that as your dad. <laughs> Damn! What if your uncle was your dad? Joffrey <laughs> <laughs> mm. can't relate. <laughs> Neither can several other characters. Uh, <laughs> all right. Then they, so, like, they basically move on, they're, uh... They have breakfast, and I don't find what they eat. Oh, they eat, they eat black bread, goose eggs, and fish. Ooh. That um, sounds good. Bacon. Mm. Oh, onions and bacon, yeah. Sounds pretty good, but also, like, that's a lot for breakfast. I know, they're really, like, loading up for the tourney. Yeah, well, Robert also has already drank, like, four cups of beer, so... Sounds like a classic <laughs> British breakfast to me. That's what that's what we eat here every day. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Goose eggs and fish. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, also oranges. Mm. They have like a funny little story about a food fight that they had when they were squires or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the it's like conversation. Cute. Robert cools down and they're they're just like chilling and shooting the shit. And Ned is heartened by him kind of seeming to return to his old self. Uh, and he's saying like if. If this, if I find the uh, evidence, this guy would listen. This is like my old. Yeah, friend. Ned has like a like a, a premonition of good things, which doubt, but <laughs> yeah. he he feels like he does. He says this was the boy he had grown up with, which is funny because he's not a boy; he's a horrible adult man. Yeah, yeah. just a big terrible man. <laughs> just a Ned, large like, shitty king. Yeah. Their relationship is, you know, it's like one of the basic relationships and like friendships of that these books are based on. And it's like 
Ned kind of sees on one hand how fucked up Robert has gotten and he's like trying to speak up for it but then he also has his moments like ah yes I remember uh, having been friends with this with this guy mm. I don't know it's really how... relatable I mean like, yeah we probably all had a friend like that where you know there's warning signs but they're cool enough on a on a regular day that they're just fun to hang out with but it doesn't like every once in a while underneath you kind of see these worrying signs yeah yeah definitely it seems like they're kind of just like friends by proximity which is kind of the point of the whole fostering thing right yeah, yeah. like they are just yeah. like two boys of about the same age and station and they got sent to the same place so now they're just friends for life because they have these memories together but they yeah, don't really seem like, to have a lot in common like robin theon who yeah definitely mm. uh also are gonna be friends for life i'm sure <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> Mm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> for, for for someone's life, yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Not even for that, but yeah, spoilers. I know. <laughs> so they uh uh they're headed to the tourney. Uh Septimore Dane is fucking <laughs> sick today because she She caught up sick with the hangover. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so, who do you think Septa Morden was partying with? Well, she was she, passed she out. She was like, passed she? out. Yeah, she drank so much, she just passed out at the table. Yeah. yeah she, she was partying with her 11-year-old, like, charge. <laughs> she was just sitting next to her at the table, and, like... Yeah, she was just, like, third-wheeling this, like, prepubescent date, and she just passed out. <laughs> Great. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, so Ned Ned has to go uh, be a father for a little bit. I just want background good. background storytelling about Septimordain's struggle with alcoholism. <laughs> I think that would be good. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, then we have some tourney uh, jousting. Um, jousting. Yeah, first um, Sandor and Jamie fight, uh, and Sandor beats the fuck out of Jamie after a little bit of a rocky start. Um, it's pretty dope. It's interesting how, like, the first day of the jousting was in Sansa's point of view, and she's kind of just like about how the people looked. But Ned's point of view of the jousting is really about like the mechanics of the actual jousting. Yeah. Mm, nice. This is some really <laughs> nice uh, George tricks that uh, relate to the to like, like an entire different storyline of this book when uh, you know the hard wins against. Jamie. Oh yeah, yeah. And then Littlefinger says to Lord Renly, "I wonder how I ought to spend your money." Uh, and then a little bit later, uh, Renly says, "A pity the imp is not here with us. I should have won twice as much." I know. Mm-hmm. Okay, I noted that one because like Littlefinger like takes the initiative to bet on Jamie like again quotation marks to kind of like shore up his story. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh-huh. I didn't even note that. Yeah, yeah, he like he announces loudly that he's betting on the Kingslayer. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and then like Randy <laughs> totally blows his cover. Yeah, yeah, but no one really calls that. It's just like here for us to call. Yeah, no. yeah I don't think Ned is preoccupied with it at at this. No, point. he doesn't. I don't think that he really knows that part. Very he, oh, that's a. Uh, I I think he was briefed by Catelyn in the. When they at the Fucknasium scene, 
But like, Ned has like five more pressing matters at his uh, mind yeah. at the moment. Like, yeah, of course, like he's obviously you know Winterfell and like Bran is important to him, and like right now the realm is in a lot of shit. Uh, he's worried. He's worried about Robert. Uh, you know, he just had like that that scene with him. Yeah. yeah. He- He's got a lot on his plate, and he doesn't put this, like, very minor detail together. God, Littlefinger thinks he's so cunning. (laughs) Littlefinger is really, like, twirling his mustache for this one. God. (laughs) Littlefinger is cunning for no one to see. Yeah, Yeah, it's great. (laughs) Yeah. He's patting himself on the back. This one, it will really get them. He spent ages in in the mirror... Uh, that morning, going. Oh, I'll put money on Jamie Lannister. <laughs> I'll put money on Jamie. No, <laughs> like I always do. Yeah, I love to bet on Jamie Lannister. That <laughs> <laughs> uh. doesn't even notice. That's <laughs> like, how dare you be betting? This is not a game. <laughs> <laughs> There's also like the very cute Sansa moment where she says, uh, "But only after Sansa wins." She says. I knew the hound would win. Yeah, yeah. she was. Which she was great. being big sports fan. Yeah, she's sort of yeah. on his side now, isn't she? Yeah, she was yeah. really worried whenever it looked like he might lose. It's nice. Uh, Jamie falls down and everyone laughs. Yeah, Jamie. <laughs> he gets <laughs> his like helmet twisted around, <laughs> and he can't get it off. So he's like <laughs> on the field, like. <laughs> <laughs> He's just doing some real like slapstick comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's uh he he uh he goes off to the blacksmith blind and stumbling, which is a metaphor yeah. for It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor for how he's an idiot. <laughs> it's a metaphor for how he's blinded <laughs> by the the gold of Lannister lions or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But also it's very funny that he felt that. <laughs> Do you know what's not funny is Sir Gregor Clegane. Uh, but it, what is funny is that Loras <laughs> uses a mare that's in heat to like make uh, Gregor's stallion get all hot and bothered. Very horny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love a Loras trick, don't we, folks? <laughs> we love it if he pulls it on like the most brutal man. Alive, yeah, a re- renowned murder man. Mm. Yeah, Ned like talks about all the like the rumors of the many murders and atrocities that Gregor Clegane has done, and he's just yeah, like, mm. is like, it's fine to trick that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what's he gonna do? Kill me? <laughs> Quote from Man Killed in front of everyone. That, that's that's mm-hmm. mad. He wouldn't do that. He no one do would that. do that. What's he gonna do? Bed his perfect horse. <laughs> I do want to talk about the like those said atrocities because um one of the ones that's mentioned or the rumor is that uh they had a sister that like disappeared um mm. and like nobody or said it, it says a sister who had died under queer circumstances so uh, pretty heavily implied that gregor killed her and um i think it's fair to say that sandor probably sees Sansa and uh, thinks of her, his younger sister. And that that one got me in the... In the feels. In the bones. In the bones. <laughs> bones. <laughs> yeah, I think, that, I think that it's really sweet to read him as, like, 
thinking of her as a little sister instead of whatever terrible people on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the night flow, a night of the flowers. Loris uh, comes in and he's fucking blinged out. He's like, oh hell yes, fucking shining flower man, dressed in a suit of fabulous silver armor, polished to a blinding sheen and filigreed with twining black vines and tiny blue forget-me-not. Yeah. All of the forget-me-nots are made of sapphires and everyone says, oh Damn. shit. <laughs> Damn, dude. Sick fit. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wanted to make the one little note of uh, Ned knows that Sansa is wearing the rose that Loras gave her last time because Jory told him about that. And I wonder if he ever thinks about the last Stark girl he saw get a rose at a tourney. Mm. Oh, shit. Does he? That's probably about? nothing. Maybe. He doesn't. He doesn't make that connection, but he like right. remarks on it, yeah. remarks on the rose and like yeah. makes note that he, that was like specifically something told to him. Yeah, nothing. Like, nothing like bad ever happened when someone got the rose at a tourney. Yeah, tourneys yeah. are very fun. Is the thing. Tourneys are fun, and nothing bad happens. And Ned doesn't have any like terrible repressed <laughs> memories about them. No, it's kind of fucked up how. Robert, I guess, kind of forgot or doesn't make the connection anymore because Robert, like, unironically loves Tony's, right? Robert loves to see yeah. it. He's, like, the one who's laughing the loudest at Jamie, second to me, and that. <laughs> <laughs> and he, yeah, he's, like, he's there in his big box and he's loving to see it. And he's the one who talks all the time about how much he misses Lyanna. Yeah. So yeah. So I he... wonder if Robert is just, like, posturing. I guess. I mean, he misses something that he calls Lyanna, but, you know, the way, like, Ned says, like, you don't know anything about her, basically. You saw her beauty, but not the iron underneath. Yeah. I love that line. <laughs> it's very good, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the Knight of Flowers uh, beats the fuck out of Gregor because his horse is uh, just too horny. And... His horse is too horny to, to control. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable. Yeah. Uh, so he gets knocked off his horse, he kills his horse, um, <laughs> and then he starts going after Loris, and, uh, but Sandor, uh... He has a very time. normal reaction, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sandor has, like, a sick, like, anime rescue moment, where he's like, oh, you leave him alone. <laughs> he, like, comes ball. just at the last second. They literally click him ball, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh... It's, so, yeah, they're, like, fighting, um, and then finally Robert yells really loud and uh, gets them to stop. Um, his, yeah. his battlefield voice. Yeah, he, so Gregor's trying to, like, kill him, basically. Mm-hmm. And Sander yeah. is carefully not trying to go for his brother's unprotected face, because he's, I guess, trying to be a true knight now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know. I didn't really know what to make of that, that he was, like, not trying to hurt him at all. I mean, it, it's like this, uh, he he does, like, really hate him, but, you know, I don't know, it's this complicated thing, I guess, where he doesn't really want to kill that bad, I guess, but... He wants to, I guess, follow the rules as well, and not just murder someone in the middle of a tourney, unlike Sir Gregor, who does. Yeah. He wants to so bad. Yeah. It's not like, yeah, Gregor would have, like, murdered Sander... In front of everyone, like in a heartbeat. Yeah. But like Sanders, yeah. despite you know him still doing acts of needless cruelty, he would he maybe like 
still not as far gone as he'd murder his own brother in front of an audience. Yeah. I guess we have to give it to him. I'll give it to him. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'll, gi- I'll give this one to him. You did not attempt <laughs> to behead your one. brother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Loris um, declares Sandor the winner for defending him and saving his life. And Sandor gets, for the first time, the love of the commons and a bunch of gold. Aww. He, he probably already had a bunch of gold, but the love is new. Yeah. <laughs> and Never there, there isn't really any, like... Before. Yeah, there isn't really any, like, indication that he's like, oh, the love of the commons, but I guess Ned <laughs> wouldn't really care about that. Yeah, it's interesting that it's uh, remarked upon in a Ned chapter. I don't know, if it had been, uh, in a Sansa chapter, it's like, okay, Sansa is, you know, super empathetic. Yeah. I mean, I think Ned is, too. Um, he's, like, I mean, it's this kind of thing where he, like... You know, even one of with people that he sentences to death, he like makes himself feel whatever emotion they're they're feeling. Like he, um, you know, looks into their eyes to like see and hears their final words and all that. Like, and he does all the things with his his charges where he, you know, brings them to table and has them sit at his right hand to talk and stuff. I think he's like also a really empathetic person. Yeah. It's just interesting that he would be nice to the hound after what he knows about him already. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's not nice to him, but he's just saying, like, the first time he, like, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, like, a kind of, like, empathetic thing to recognize, I guess. That everyone is, like, cheering for this guy who's never... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then there's an archery contest, and some guy that never shows up again uh, wins it. (laughs) Not remembering his name. (laughs) Who's he? Who's he just... Just in guy. Just in guy. I'm guy. <laughs> George had written this in his in his his notes as parentheses and guy. <laughs> Give him name later. <laughs> the editor just put it in. Yeah, his editor was like, "Did you mean a guy?" And he was like, "No, well, and guy." <laughs> yeah, he looked back at it like a day later, and he was like, "Oh shit, a good name." They printed this. Forgot <laughs> to put the name. <laughs> It's like when you leave a gap and forget to put a reference in, but yeah, it just says "ain't guy." Um, they have a melee, uh, which is where just a bunch of people on horses fight everybody uh, for until last man standing. Which seems yeah, it's like... named after Super Smash Brothers melee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it sounds terrible. <laughs> it sounds so bad. I don't understand how it can be to last man standing and no one died. Just my opinion. It sounds terrible. <laughs> I mean, in, I don't know, in wrestling, like, uh, last man standing is just the referee has to count to ten when someone falls, but uh, also probably at a melee there wouldn't be a ref who would count out everyone, so I don't know. I would like there to be. I mean, in this one, like it's like, your finger, somebody, like, breaks your hand, and you're just like, alright, later, <laughs> like, you just walk off. Either that or you, you guess, get knocked out. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Three broken limbs, a shattered collarbone, a dozen smashed fingers, two horses that had to be put down, and more cuts, sprains, and bruises than anyone cared to count. (laughs) Sounds worth it. Yeah, I noticed that there's no one who is burned by giant flaming sword in that list. Yeah. Does he just wave it around and not actually hit people with it? (laughs) It seems like he might just wave it around and scare horses. (laughs) (laughs) He does the, like... Anakin and and uh, Obi Wan like spinning thing where they don't touch each other. 
Thoros of Miel will get lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Lightbring so, and lightsaber, same thing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh yeah. Really makes you think. Both <laughs> occurring a long, long time ago. I will never think. <laughs> Planetos, uh, with the ages of time, gradually shifted into what we see now, from a donut to a sphere. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Thoros wins because he had a, he had the cheats unlocked and he had God Mode on and he set his photo, <laughs> sword on fire. He has uh, literal God Mode. Yeah. And then uh, then they have a feast, and Arya has a lot of bruises, and Sansa says, "You must suck." And then <laughs> you're so bad at dancing. Why do you fall down? <laughs> This sounds funny because, like, does Sansa think that she's literally dancing? She does. Yeah. <laughs> they just like haven't bothered to tell Sansa. <laughs> it's her dancing instructor. Hmm. My, my normal dancing instructor yeah, told this. me to bring him twenty cats, <laughs> and I would unlock the backflip <laughs> emote. Well, that's just, it's just how dancing is. It's tricky. I think it's kind of interesting that Arya doesn't want to go to the tournament at all. I would think that she would like to see that. Yeah. Maybe she just thinks it's all phony or something. You have to sit still for a long time, and I don't think she <laughs> yeah. likes that. She's just so into the sword thing. Mm. Yeah, she's like the people that are like, oh, I would play baseball, but I don't like to watch baseball. Are you just like sure. the people who hate WWE because it's all fake? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of reasons to hate WWE, but... <laughs> she doesn't know those ones. Not yet. Yeah. I mean, it could be... I don't know, this might be like a leap, but the, like, you know, she was fighting with, um, a pretend fighting with, um, Micah whenever. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that might be kind of related. Yeah. Maybe she doesn't want to watch, maybe she doesn't want to watch the Hound win as well. You're okay. Mm, that's true, actually, yeah. Yeah. Damn. And that is, like, still has, uh, X doubt face about Ciro Pharrell because she has all these bruises. She has all these bruises and she's been learning to do spins and backflips. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is not doing sword. <laughs> <laughs> this is not normal sword. Ciro Pharrell says, and now we will hit the woe. And Ned says, <laughs> this is not useful in battle. Like five minutes after uh, hiring Serial for it, and that is the Arrested Development meme of I have made a huge mistake. <laughs> He's like, I can ask Jory, or I can get Sir Barristan to teach you to roll around the enemy, and <laughs> maybe that would be easier. I think it would be really cute if she was taught by Sir Barristan, but it's not to be. She's too sneaky. This would have been. No, nah, she wouldn't. She wouldn't respect him, probably. It would have been very cute, but I appreciate George for throwing an impossible amount of characters at us, like even this early <laughs> in the series. Because yeah, he could have he could have been more economic about the number. Here's of a new crazy there, sword but... man. <laughs> Remember him for three chapters. I guess it sort of is Bravos, isn't it? Sort of introduces the concept of Bravos. Yeah, 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 definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like if uh, if D and D had written the book, <laughs> they would have like cut out characters at that place, yeah. like how they made uh, Loras or the Tyrell children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, 
then we get a really nice scene where he's recalling when they got the news of uh, Bran, I think. Wait, is that right? I don't know. They... Uh, he's kind of like reflecting on, he's reviewing his court record. He's like reflecting on all the evidence he has. <laughs> well, first he talks about how he took them to, um, wait, am I thinking the right thing? No, I'm fucking dumb. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he, you're right. Yeah, he takes his he takes his kids to Betty Bye, and then he goes to his room, and he looks at his dagger, and he thinks, uh, what the fuck? Yeah, he, like, sums up all the evidence so far. He goes through it all. Yeah, George is being very nice to us about this. <laughs> He's not that nice about his mysteries later, but yeah, he, why like, he shows us more? all the evidence, like, 12 times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, so it's the, like, Ace Attorney, like, dialogue that gets prompted when he looks at the dagger. Yeah, he's, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, little fingers blade, won by Tyrion Lannister and a twenty wager. <laughs> it literally says that. <laughs> that's what it would be labeled in the Ace Attorney like court court record. <laughs> so yeah, he he does he does know that Tyrion won it in a wager, but he's like not connecting the previous evidence, and this is why he's this is why failing. he loses. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's. He needs to spot the contradiction. Exactly. He really does. It's, it, like, I guess he, he doesn't have like a Mia Fey with him who's, who's going to be like, uh, think about it once more. There's got to be a contradiction somewhere. Yeah, he needs, jo- he needs John Aaron's ghost to like possess him. <laughs> God. He's, like, he's, al- he's almost there. He, he's looking it over he's and so he's thinking. Close. And he's like, huh. Gendry could never threaten Robert's trueborn children, and then Harwin comes in. <laughs> a trueborn child. A trueborn child can't be threatened by these bastards. Oh, he's so what's, close. What's the deal with bastards? <laughs> and and Ned, Ned remembers uh, Robert's first child, which is a cute little paragraph. One paragraph of sympathetic Robert in a whole book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at this point... Uh... I quote, his musings were ended by a soft rap on his door. So it's like, I know, some mambo rapper arrived there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whatever, his lord of security or whatever is just very, very quietly. <laughs> 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 quietly spitting verses. <laughs> someone, someone do a rap. Mm, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we need to do that unless somebody is. Uh-huh. Imagine a good rap here. Yeah. All right. Uh... Now we can continue. This has actually all been the cold open, and we're just gonna play <laughs> our theme music now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the George Book rap. Ah, love that one. I have a friend who like uh, used to do more rapping, and now he's more like into singing but he did like tweet out recently uh i want to do more rapping if you if you need a uh rap from me for any project i'm almost certainly willing to do it so i could just <laughs> ask him what if he has not if, read a song of ice and fire what if it's the pokemon rap but it's all just characters from a song of ice and fire it's all the babies and puppies. And there's like, like there's just one You mean verse. like the whole appendix? There's just one verse that's just the name Walder over and over again. <laughs> Jesus Christ, when will Brian David Gilbert read these books and like make ten videos about it? Brian, read the books. Brian. He's he's read like read all his Chiron books. Drink the water with us. Can read these. 
These are better than Todd Howard's writing. Who's that? <laughs> Don't know. Don't know him. Oh, the... Oh, yeah. That. Okay. <laughs> okay, who, who is rap-rap-rapping at Ned Stark's door? It's Harwin. He says, never more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Harwin uh, lets in a man who is like a mystery boy. Who is it? <laughs> Just a fun mystery, man. And Ned says, all right, I'll be alone with this man. <laughs> it's a normal thing to do. I've changed my mind. Ned is just dumb. <laughs> I think he's just uh, kind of horny about the mystery. Oh. He's like, hmm. He's in, yeah. He gets very, he, he just likes, a, a, what's the, like the mysterious type. But it's yeah, this is why this is why Caitlin was so good at wearing a disguise earlier. She has a lot of experience. <laughs> <laughs> she has different disguises. Guess who it is? It's Caitlin. It's always Caitlin. It, it's it, it's your wife again. Yes, yes. I'll, I'll keep the hood on, dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, uh, <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> but then it's Varys and Ned is like immediately Ned's turned like, off. Oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> I guess it's Varys. Like a coward. <laughs> Can't believe it wasn't my wife. <laughs> uh, Varys has uh, got some troubling news, uh, and it's not about another article that has some shitty Reddit theory. It's that uh, <laughs> it's that uh, somebody. They was gonna try and kill Robert in the melee today if he'd if he'd gone in. Wow, how shocking! A shocking twist. Yeah. And then Ned is like actually shocked. <laughs> He's yeah. speechless with shock. What? Kill King? Varys is like, um, I don't, I don't know if Ned's gonna figure out all the mysteries by himself. I'm gonna just point out things to him. Yeah, here I'll give you twenty more clues. <laughs> Make sure that you you present yeah. these in the right order. He really is Clyde Varys for a hint. <laughs> yeah, Ned is spending all his hint coins. Yeah, he's playing on easy. Right now. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, Cersei, like, tricked Robert. Cersei's trick was telling Robert no. And Ned's like, ah, oh, that does always work on him. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, this one checks out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he remembers the time when John Aaron said, don't throw oranges. And Robert threw every <laughs> fucking orange in the world. That was a hint. Now there's no more oranges. (laughs) Yeah, they have a very good conversation. It's really cool. And uh, it's very mysterious. And Ned, uh, his gears are turning. and uh, (laughs) Turning and turning. Yeah, he talks about how, you know, they would have had him killed. And either Cersei would be, like, the gracious queen and forgive him. Or they would just kill him and it wouldn't matter uh, whoever killed Robert. And then uh, Ned is like, "Why haven't you? Why didn't you come to me earlier? Why didn't you do anything to stop this? Like you knew about it." And Varys is just like, "We live in a society." <laughs> Literally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Varys. Varys. I'm actually kind of interested in this thing where he's like, "There's two people in Red Keep, those loyal to the realm and themselves." And he says, "Now I know which one you are," but he doesn't actually say which one he is. Which one do you think he is? Well. Wait, uh, which one do we think he is, or which one do we think Varys thinks he is, or I which one both. do we think Varys wants Ned to think he thinks he is? Oh my god. All of the above. 
Okay, so... <laughs> I mean, Varys, uh, it's kind of spoilers what he actually is. Um, at this point, I think we can say that he thinks that he is serving the realm, and he wants Ned to think that he's serving the realm. There you yeah, go. Yeah, but I feel like if you were serving the realm, I don't know if you would be defending Robert at this point. Does that make sense? Well, but would you be helping Cersei if you were defending uh, the realm? That's a good point. You know, they say people who love the queen don't always love the king, or whatever. <laughs> what was that like? <laughs> that a famous saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's some other line later where Ned's like, uh, Robert has friends, he has brothers. <laughs> yeah, they love him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the footage is not found. <laughs> Citation needed. Uh, I mean, various, like... He he's opens his conversation up with the king is a fool, like he's mm-hmm. and so yeah, I think he understands like yeah, Robert isn't exactly good for the realm, but having a king is better than not than like either not having a king or having Cersei and Joffrey. Yeah, so, yeah. Hmm. You know, it, Robert, he's still unifying the whole six, seven kingdoms. I was about to say six kingdoms. Holy fuck. <laughs> Might as well be. <laughs> Thanks, DND. Thank you for that brain poison. Yeah, so they talk about all the people that are surrounding the king and how they all suck, and uh, Ned's just like, fucking hell, I want to get out of here. I just want to be in the north where <laughs> things are simple. Yeah. I just want to hug my wife, dude. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> my feet hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and he says... You know, Robert has to be told, but uh, Varys is like, no, we don't have any proof yet. This is just our words against them, and that's not going to end well for us. And, uh, yeah, he, Varys says, like, yeah, they're going to keep trying to kill him, and it's going to start happening faster because you're making them nervous. Which, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nothing that Varys says here actually helps at all. He's just like, hey, Ned, would you like to have some more anxiety? <laughs> he does He does tell him how he died. How John, yeah, how John Aaron yeah. died. Yeah, how John Aaron, yeah, was, how John Aaron died. was poisoned by the Tears of Liss. Is this the Liss? first mention of the Tears of Liss? I think, I think so. so. Yeah. It, it doesn't sound like any other character's name. Huh. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't sound like 30 other characters' names, uh, but specifically It's, it's not one. one letter off from any other character. The poison is called Tears of Cess. <laughs> Tim, who could have done this? Oh, there were many. Comes from the sea, yeah. Yeah, and then he talks about Sir Hugh, and he's like, oh, yes, he... Uh, he le- stayed in King's Landing after everybody left, and he got a knighthood out of it. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, he got big paid. Then he died under, like, weird circumstances by a Lannister, uh, banner man. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Wink? I- I'm winking at you now. <laughs> Ned says, wheels within wheels within wheels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like I like the description of Ned's reaction, which is Ned felt half poisoned himself. <laughs> He's mm. just I can't he can't cope with this intrigue. He really can't. 
There's a lot of... He just doesn't have enough wheels. (laughs) There's not enough wheels. The wheels are falling off. Someone needs to break the wheel. (laughs) Oh! And the wheel inside the wheel. And the wheel in that wheel. And And that's society. Wheels all the way down. Yeah. (laughs) So Varys does his cool one-liner and then the chapter ends. Yeah. It is a really good (laughs) one-liner. Yeah, there's like four good chapter ends in a row here. Mm -hmm. Uh. Yeah. Ferris, uh, he really does have, like, he's maxed out on charisma. He's the charisma build. And, like, deception or whatever. I like this chapter a lot because, like, what you mentioned, at the, what I mentioned at the beginning uh, about how there's so many things happening and they're just, like, flowing into each other. So there's, like, the, mm. you know, scene with Barristan and Robert at the beginning. Uh, so we, you know, learn about their relationship a bit more. Then there's like tourney stuff. Then we tie back to the conflict built up in the previous chapter about the hound and Gregor. And then there's like, then we get back to, you know, Arya. We check up with her f- uh, for, a, for a bit uh, about how Nat feels about that. And then at the end, we're back to like the mysteries of John yeah. Arryn and Sir Hugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of comes full circle. Just like a week. Yeah. but then chicken is here chicken yeah so the next chapter is Tyrion, and he's watching a man named chicken kill his horse (laughs) this is okay this is the fourth dead horse in two chapters (laughs) what the fuck george at least they're not wasting this one yeah this feels like a grudge (laughs) george was bitten by a horse when he was eight years old (laughs) Damn. Yeah, Tyrion, uh, we don't know where he is yet, but he, his horse is being killed or butchered, and um, he's very mad. That's my birthday horse. <laughs> Tyrion is like, don't don't print in the newspapers that I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been mad. <laughs> he's laughing, actually. He's laughing, actually. <laughs> he's not the around. reports of my being mad have been greatly exaggerated. <laughs> Yeah, Tyrion's like uh, he's he's telling himself like all the all the shit that he doesn't like is gonna be paid back because Lannisters pay their debts. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, I'm memorizing your faces. I tell my dad, <laughs> just you wait. <laughs> he's gonna go home and draw uh, police sketches of all of them. <laughs> draw perfect <laughs> images. Which of one of them just ju- looks like a chicken? Yeah, <laughs> his. <laughs> his <laughs> Uh, next to it, he's got a list of all of the debts, uh, which is a horse, um, his dignity, uh, like, I don't know, his sword and knife or whatever, and... Hurting my butt? He says the word butt again in this chapter. Yeah. Woo! That's cool. How many is that? Two? That's a big two. That's a for big Tyrion, two. Ooh, for two butt. cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> you get two. <laughs> you get two butts. <laughs> Need a backup in this cruel world. <laughs> then Bran says uh, he has a little Dothraki factoid somehow. I don't know how this like <laughs> common sellsword knows about them, but he does. They like eating horse jerky. Bran is like secretly yeah. into like reading up on other cultures. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's like going to bar trivia a lot. He <laughs> he's definitely going to bar a lot. Yeah. There's probably trivia there sometimes. There's gotta be. So, yeah, they're in 
the like high passes the road to the Vale, and Tyrion recounts how you know one moment he was ordering dinner and then the next there's a bunch of swords pointed at him and he's making the cat face and uh <laughs> they rode well east yeah east instead of north and he was very mad about that and he got tricked and he's ma- angry and he had a bag on his head for a while and he has saddle sores and uh uh-huh. Catelyn tricked him and told everyone they were riding to Winterfell to throw off the the pursuit. And now they're in some mountains, headed to the Vale. I really do love Caitlyn's trick, or Catelyn, whatever. Catelyn's trick. Yeah, it's pretty good. She, she's like a little smug about it. I like when she favors him with the faintest of smiles. <laughs> <laughs> they take off the hood and he's like, wait, where the fuck are, are we? This isn't a swamp. This is mountain place. And she's like, Aries, you said we were riding to Winterfell. She goes, often and loudly. <laughs> and then she does a Fortnite dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dabs. That I wish she would. It's so good because, uh, like, Tyrion is the one person the this trick would make the most mad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It c- because he was, like, planning all these, like, brain plans about, like, oh, when they go to Winterfell, my guys are gonna go, and then these guys are gonna go. <laughs> And then his all his plans are like immediately ruined. It's so good. This is like the I think this is the fourth Tyrion chapter, right? And we already like learned that he's not quite as smart as he thinks he is. Because you don't have to take this for face value. That yeah, they're gonna, or he has like the brain poison that a lot of men have. That um, <laughs> yeah, they just don't suspect women to be smart. He like mansplains Catelyn's own plan back to her whenever he finds out. <laughs> <laughs> but you said we were going to win or <laughs> This is like the fourth time he's been owned by the Starks at this point. Like it happens once per <laughs> chapter. <laughs> and you know what? We love to see it every time. It's yeah. very good. I mean, he's, it's good. his plans, he doesn't even like come up with, his plan for like, if they had been going to Winterfell is that it's a long trip and something will happen where he'll get away. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, like, that's it. He didn't even do anything. Um, so, yeah, they're traveling up into, like, this really mountainous region. It's, like, a pretty dangerous road. There's mountain clans and shadow cat uh, things, which I guess are, like, they're, like, striped uh, pumas. Yeah, I yeah. imagine it's, like, a cougar. Yeah. Mm. Like a jaguar, maybe? Like a dark one? Like a lynx? Mm-hmm. A lynx is kind of... They're smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like a lynx. I don't know. Though. I don't know. George, draw a picture, please. <laughs> I do like the... I like to imagine them with the lynx ears. Those are really cute. Mm. Yeah. Cool. And so they basically have stopped trying to guard him very well because, like, he has nowhere to go. He'll just fucking die if he tries to leave, so... And, uh, they're kind of talking a little bit about the, uh, or, yeah, Tyrion's trying to, like, convince Catelyn that it wasn't his dagger and that he didn't do the, like, Bran assassination attempt. Yeah. He makes some good points. <laughs> yeah. You hate to hand it to him. <laughs> yeah. Does. Yeah. We, we unfortunately have to let the man speak. Well, that's, mm-hmm. a, yeah, that's the thing is Catelyn actually does, like, hear him out. He doesn't... Um, yeah, like five different times people are like, please, can I fucking kill Tyrion? And she's like, no, no, no. Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. It's like, why would I? Why would I send an assassin with a dagger that says this is Tyrion's dagger? <laughs> yeah. If found, please return to Tyrion Lannister. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, mm, okay. He does the other good argument, which is, uh, why the fuck would you trust trust Littlefinger? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, but then he sort he of- says, "Why does a bear shit in the woods?" I feel like that's a little bit anachronistic. Maybe not. <laughs> Do you think bears were not shitting in the wood in vampire times? <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere was woods. <laughs> oh, this, well, this is the first time we hear that. Like Littlefinger just brags to everyone who will fucking listen, and even when they aren't listening, he's always talking about how he fucked uh, and. How cool he is. I fuck every day. (laughs) (laughs) And Catelyn doesn't want to believe it, basically. Uh, But, so then he kind of shifts to a new tack that says, like, you know, he said that I want it in a wager and attorney. And before he can finish that point, some mountain clansmen are sighted and they're coming in to attack. And then a big fight happens. A big fight does happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. uh, It's good. Tyrion like gets lets her tries to get Catelyn to arm them and convinces her to do that. So he gets an axe, and his two men get a sword and a bow. So they get to help in the fight, which is like they were probably pretty necessary <laughs> to yeah. like have that. Uh, and yeah, the mountain clansmen come in. They're like at first they're described really fiercely and like scary. There's like twenty five of them or something, and they all they have horses and some swords and like mauls and stuff, but after the fight Tyrion realizes that like their horses are fucking like starved to death almost and like you can see their rib cages and the swords they have suck and like all their weapons are pretty shitty and like they yeah. the men themselves are skinny and they're like Yeah. Yeah. One of them just has a scythe. Oh yeah. yeah. That guy's One also of them has a, a conical build. steel cap, which was Ooh. very funny to me. <laughs> that's like the. I don't know how that's gonna protect you. It, it protects your head. Like a little a steel like wizard hat. Um, it's like the uh, like uh, I mean a lot of uh, a lot of like real helmets were just like that. It's basically just a yeah. Alright, I'm gonna find a funny picture. A dunce cap, <laughs> <laughs> but made of metal. <laughs> What else happens? Oh, <laughs> he. This whole chapter, he's complaining about Marillion because he sucks and uh, and he's annoying. Uh, and in the fight, uh, Marillion has a horse and guy fall onto him, and Tyrion fucking like stomps on his hand and breaks all his <laughs> fingers just on because. His <laughs> Just to be a dick. Like, <laughs> yeah, Tyrion's like, we need every man we can get in this fight. And then he just, like, stomps on one of then them. Then he fucking TKs. <laughs> we don't need this one. Like... <laughs> then he bashes a, uh, his friend in the back of the head with his gun. Uh, yeah, the whole fight, Tyrion's kind of, like, chilling and hiding and kind of, like, dashing out when he sees an opportunity to, like, get catch somebody's unawares. Uh, and this actually happens. Catelyn is like surrounded by three dudes, and Tyrion comes in and pretty much rescues her, like single-handedly. She helps kill one of the guys because she has a knife, and um, then the last guy realizes that all his friends are dead and runs away. 
Yeah, Tyrion is like, what the fuck? I should, I should leave them. I should leave, leave them kill her. But then he's like, still automatically moves and mm-hmm. you know rescues her. Yeah, it's pretty. So it's, yeah. it's something. Yeah, pretty interesting. It's kind moment. of epic Tyrion moments where you have to give it. Mm-hmm. He has like some okay moments in this book. Well, you have to wonder if Catelyn was killed. Would the others just kill him? That's true. They are all trying to kill him all the time. Yeah. That's true. But I mean, yeah. if, if but also if Catelyn was killed, he could probably just be like, "Hey, I also have money, so just take me home." Yeah. 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 I don't know how many of them were like actually loyal to her. Like Roderick, sure, mm. but like Jick or Morak, Bron, Bron. Like you know, Bron is yeah. the spoiler. Not gonna stay with Catelyn forever. Yeah, we gotta say R.I.P. to Jick in this chapter. <laughs> Jick, we hardly knew ya. Rip to a real one. <laughs> we hardly got to say your name. I'm saying Jick. It's such a bad name. I really hate to look at it. <laughs> what if it's pronounced... I enjoy... Wait, what if it's pronounced What if it's Jike? pronounced Jack? Jike? Jike. Jick Van Jike. Jick Jan Jike. God, imagine how many more of those jokes we could make if he didn't die for no reason God right damn. now. Damn it, Jake. George. George. Why are you doing this to us? It's okay, guys. We still have chicken. We still have chicken. We still have chicken. That's true. Our shining light. <laughs> <laughs> Who else dies? Um, Curlicat, I think, dies. And a mohawk. Who? <laughs> Who are these people? Are, no, uh, just, just some nice red shirts that they brought along. Okay. Well, I so I spent a bunch of time last night in a in a fucking like fugue state, uh, counting all the names uh, in their party because <laughs> I was looking for last hero math. So I was like, okay. but it took me like eight years because I was falling asleep, and I was like, okay, so there's <laughs> Jick, Morek, Chicken, Willis, uh, Roderick, Catelyn. Uh, anyway, so what was my original point? Um, okay, so there are twelve. There are twelve. But uh, Mohor, uh, Curlicat, and um, one other guy were loyal to the Brackens. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then Willis was a knight in service to Harrenhal. Harrenhal. Yeah. So, yeah, but Curlicat and Mohor and Jake die. And the rest of them, uh, basically, they have an argument over whether or not they have time to bury these people. And they finally convince Catelyn that they don't have time. And uh, Bronn says, like, if anyone who wants to stay alive, uh, you better come with me. And, like, an hour, they're, like, a mile or something away from uh, the scene of the fight whenever they hear shadow cats like, growling and stuff behind them. So that's pretty, pretty nice. And then Tyrion is like, well, anyway, as I was saying before... <laughs> <laughs> He literally says before we were, we were so rudely interrupted. <laughs> he's, he's back to being smacked so quick. Yeah. Yeah, I killed like one and a half men. Before before we get to that uh, that epic final thing Tyrion says, uh, let's just acknowledge the fact that Tyrion did say Catelyn was hot. <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and you know, it's his opinions and we have to respect it. Unfortunately, we have to hear him out on that. <laughs> I'm putting one single point on the board for Tyrion that says he was right about this one thing. 
Kaylin is uh, the, the the court will acknowledge this. Yeah, <laughs> Kaylin. Uh, there's a line, and then it just says MILF, and that's all we need. <laughs> my 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 string on the board of my clues <laughs> is just connecting a picture of Kaylin to the word MILF. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, but then he, he ends the chapter by saying, um, I don't bet against, I wouldn't have lost a dagger when Jamie lost, or wait, what the fuck, when Jamie won, because I don't bet against my family, so. Yeah, 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 Tyrion says objection, and Caitlin says sustained. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, it's cat chasing time. Uh, well, I'm not talking about Tyrion here, I'm talking about Arya. <laughs> And then not melt. A different kind of cat chasing altogether. (laughs) Just gonna point out, like, one more thing because there's still, like, once again, some very interesting ad choices on uh, this chapter. One of them is, uh, you know, Funko Pop, which is normal. But then uh, (laughs) Amazon also recommends me to buy the movie Tully starring Charlie Theron. Oh. Another MILF. Caitlin Tully. Uh, and then there's there's a movie starring Miles Teller and someone whose name I can't read because it's written too small called Two Night Stand. And I don't know how they, how they got to that what one. What if the long night was two nights? <laughs> Still better than what you got in the show. Who would Miles Teller play in the... He's the Whiplash Kid, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's the only movie I like with, that I've seen him in. I'm imagining Whiplash soundtrack to Arya chasing a cat now. It's very good. <laughs> Faster! <laughs> Don't stop chasing! Serio <laughs> is like fucking J.K. Simmons. <laughs> Not my tempo. I love my cats. <laughs> Boy, are you rushing or dragging? Tell me what is different about this cat. <laughs> God, I'm like lightheaded from laughing. Um, <laughs> Arya's chasing cats. She's caught every cat already. Like, she's at 99 out of 100 out of every cat in the whole fucking castle, apparently. Which is like. Oh. Yeah, she knows all the cats. Yeah, she's fucking. She's 100% like in Mario uh, Galaxy or whatever. Yeah, this is her speedrun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotta catch them all. It's pretty insane. What a mm. gamer. Uh. <laughs> But she's got the the last the last one is the hardest and it's this like pissed off old tomcat that is very like it's like a black uh, cat that is very angry and pissed off all the time and it's really fun. <laughs> it once like stole a bird from out of Taiwan's fingers apparently. Oh yeah. <laughs> it stole his his special snack. Uh, this cat apparently has its own page on the wiki. Love that. Uh, They're named Balerion. Don't people think it's like Balerion or something? Yeah. Yeah, maybe, should we hold off for the spoiler section? I guess it's not like that. (laughs) Do not spoil this cat. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's very integral. There's a very good drawing of uh, Arya Chase. I might like to see a drawing of cat. I'm gonna link that real quick. In the Discord. Oh, gosh. Wow. Huh. Wow, normal cat. This is a fun art style. Does the cat have one eye? 
think, yeah. Damn. Yeah, one, I don't know, one, yeah, one ear. Mm. They got a little confused. Yeah, torn ear. Mm. Uh, one chewed and torn ear that leads him to appear one eared. Um, she just spied a crawling across the ground in this picture. It's very, it's very horror movie. I mean, it's not. It's not like the cat definitely has one eye. Maybe they just have one eye closed. The cat's winking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I it's like got it. like a scar. It's pretty good. Uh, so she finally catches this cat. She kisses it, and it's really nice. And <laughs> it yelled and spit at her. Uh, but then she drops the cat because she's surprised by uh, some people uh, asking what's she doing with the cat? Or what's he doing to that cat? And she sees Tommen and Marcella and Septa and two Lannister soldier men. Remember Tommen and Marcella? I remember them. Mm. I know. They're the little blonde babies. Uh, okay. Yeah. Maybe I remember. What, do we, what, do we, what kind of like trip do you think they were on? For this, what, did they just come back from like the the bounce house or like the <laughs> trampoline gym? Yeah, they went to the petting zoo. Nice. Damn. It's also alive horses. Zorses, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They're ju- they're only with a septa, and they're in like fancy clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two house. They're probably doing like like lessons or something. That would be my guess. Something. But they don't recognize Arya, and they're wondering what, like, this ratty little street rat is uh, doing in the castle. Unlike, you know, that scene that I described a couple episodes ago, where Ned and Littlefinger just see something similar and think it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Tom and Masilla would do better at this mystery than Ned would. (laughs) (laughs) She goes to a knee, but they like keep. Uh, they're like approaching her. They tell. Uh, they can. They talk about. Or they. One of the soldiers likens these kind of people to rats, which is nice. And then they're gonna try and grab her, and she runs the fuck away, and she does the like a uh, juke, like a football move. Yeah, she does twenty thousand flips in the air and lands perfectly. Mm-hmm. She just cartwheels through their legs. Or something, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty dope. She like slips between the Septa's legs and then dabs and runs away. <laughs> she like goes through a tiny window. Mm-hmm. I know. She like says it's like an arrow slip, but so she gets in it. it. Can't be a literal arrow slip. That's so small. You said I know. <laughs> I think it said like hardly bigger than an arrow slit or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh maybe Ara's just uh Psyching herself up a little. <laughs> oh, this window's so tiny. Like, I got it. It's impossible to get through this window, but uh, I did. Tiny so. as an arrow. Just like Sirio says. <laughs> <laughs> she turns sideways and slips through it like in Paper Mario. Yeah. Yeah. So if you find some bones. <laughs> some normal bones in a normal area of Red Keep, which is a normal place that doesn't scare her. <laughs> yeah. Nothing bad ever happened at the Red Keep. Hmm. Yeah, she doesn't have like dreams every night of terrible things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she like hides. She uh, open. She closes her eyes because it's really dark, and she starts counting to a thousand or ten thousand or some shit. And then she opens her eyes back up, or I don't know. Her eyes adjust, and she starts seeing like 
monsters in the dark. Um, and then she closes her eyes again and does some serial uh, mantras. She does. She does some mindfulness exercises. Hell yeah! I really like that she does all the mindfulness exercises throughout the chapter. Yeah, because we it kind of shows like how much Sirio's lessons are like making an impact on her. Yeah, like even though we never really see him training her directly, like this chapter is so different from the last Arya chapter. Yeah, it mm-hmm. seems like this she's learned like a lot. The last one was where she met him, right? Yeah. 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 So then we just got like uh, quick looks. I like I like George's storytelling a lot. In, in, in these, how she, how we then get glimpses at, at her, like through Sansa and Ned. Yeah. I mean, that's like yeah. real storytelling economy, not just like, <laughs> like he, you know, you were talking about cutting out characters to make it more economic, quote unquote. And like, you know, he can trust people to like remember important people and, but, and like, you know, see all these different windows into uh, the different storylines from different point of views and stuff. Um, so, like, we've, you know, we've seen the progression through Ned's eyes a little bit, or, like, enough to get the picture. Yeah, Ned, Ned, Ned's like, uh, she's, like, falling down, trying to balance on one toe, and then later he's like, oh, she's, she's doing some hops. <laughs> she's doing some flips. Yeah, she's doing some Assassin's Creed, uh, <laughs> tricks. She does the thing... Ned thinks to himself, damn, some Assassin's Creed shit. <laughs> She does the thing where you're like when you're kneeling and you just stand up on, like off of your toes uh, without using your hands. It's pretty sick. And then she does a handstand with just two fingers. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> she like Ned likes uh, walks in on Arya training and and just says, "Are you winning, son?" <laughs> <laughs> she says, "I'm a girl, but yes, I am." <laughs> yeah. So then she. She's, like, I think she's still pretty scared of these things, especially, like, later in the chapter. She says she couldn't have gone back this way because of them. But um, mm-hmm. it says the fear was gone, and she's kind of, like, checking them out. And she, I don't think she puts it together that these are the dragon skulls. But, you know. No, absolutely not. Yeah, they're big, black teeth skulls with lots of, uh, and they seem kind of malevolent. She says, like... There's something in that room that did not love her, uh, and it's like making her shiver. These like, so she just gets out of there. She fucking like jumps through the one's mouth uh, has teeth as like tall as swords, but she gets out of there and gets the door, and she sneaks out, and now she's in an even darker hall, and yeah, she and now she's in a cutscene. <laughs> yeah, she finished all the quick time events. And, yeah. And now she's in the cutscene. She's sneaking around, and it's really dark, and then uh she feels like a an empty pit in front of her, and then she sees a torch at the bottom and she hears some people talking. And they're just two random people and we don't know uh they're just talking about normal stuff. Just some regular men who are friends. Yeah, they don't, like, tell us the plot of the book. <laughs> Can't be relevant. Uh... They don't seed things that we won't learn about for four more books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're saying a lot of things that, like, yeah, Arya doesn't have the information to put it together. And, you know, even if she, it was Ned, like, I don't, I don't know how much he would put, be able to put together, like... 
Uh, not saying he's stupid, I'm saying, like, how much of information he has. Yeah, like, if Ned was hearing this right now, like, he wouldn't know who the princess with child is, because no one knows that yet. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, that's true. Like, the next day he'd be like, oh, that princess, but right now he wouldn't know any better than Arya. Mm-hmm. He might get it when they start talking about killing the hand, he might be a bit worried <laughs> yeah. about that bit. I mean, yeah, the way Arya <laughs> recounts the story, he's like, oh, Arya, classic you know, a uh, silly little girl <laughs> who likes to say funny things. I mean, this is basically like, you know, when you're a kid and you're just running around in the woods or something and making shit up. And, like, it's basically like, that's what it sounds like at the end. <laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, they bring I... up uh, the thing about how um, Ned has found one bastard and the rest will come soon. Mm-hmm. He has the book. Uh, he has the he's soon gonna. He has the book. He has the yeah. best. That he's soon gonna learn the truth. So when Arya tells it later to to Ned, she already made the conclusion. Oh, he has one bastard. That means John, right? He's yes. he's Ned's John's bastard. the bastard. The one bastard. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know, one of them says, uh, "Oh, too soon. What good is war now? We are not ready. To delay." And then the other says. Uh, as well, bit me stop time. Do you take me for a wizard? And the other one says, no less. So then when Arya tells it, it was like, oh, one of them was a wizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and they talk about juggling. And, and, and Ned says, a wizard, did he have a long white beard and tall pointed hat speckled with stars? Why do they have that? <laughs> <laughs> like wizards do in that world, apparently. Like, like they have wizards? <laughs> they have like <laughs> human that- earth wizards, yeah. They have Earth Wizards oh, and Dothraki just... Hell. <laughs> they have they have Harry Potter in uh, Western. <laughs> they have Dumbledores. Don't they have like maesters who are supposed to use magic? Is that what they look like? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after after you forge your Valyrian chain, you also get wizard hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a maester's wizard hat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is an image. It comes up again in. Um the house of the undying that it this isn't really a spoiler it's just that we see another like outfit like this that's like the uh fantasia wizard that mickey sees like (laughs) uh, mickey mouse wizard yeah so like i think it's fine to think that this is just like another like you know just like it's a cultural icon i guess in our in our world that they have this uh same kind of idea I like it. It's just so yeah. random to me. <laughs> it's good. The old, old man is like, "Have you heard of Fantasia?" <laughs> yeah, no. It's just, it's just, it's just interesting how there's like snarks and grumpkins. So there's like you know their own uh, versions of fantasy st- or or yeah. like children's children's yeah. horror stories that we don't have. We don't have. Snacks and Grumpkins, but they do have the exact same vision of wizards. Yeah. The most generic wizard possible. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's like, there's, uh, you know, folk. So Grumpkins, we hear, they, they like steal children and they like switch them out with like a changeling kind of thing or something yeah, like that. There's fairies. Yeah, there's folktales like that. And there's, you know, there's the guy that looks like Santa Claus and, uh, in the book and like, the you know the wizard hat is basically like it's a hat that's like pointy it's reaching for the stars and it's covered in stars it's basically like a symbol of this person having like heavenly knowledge so 
I like it. <laughs> I never said I didn't like it. I liked it a lot. When I read that, I was smiling for sure. It's good. Well, I'm just saying, like, it, it's, it seems fine to me that the same, like, imagery would uh, reoccur. Like, especially because we have things like the Church of Starry Wisdom and, and that kind of thing in this world. So, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... They're sneaking. She, she's still sneaking. Um, what else? Do they say anything else that we should mention? She, yeah. <laughs> they mentioned... Uh, one of them says how uh, this is no longer a game for two players. So they already hint that there's going to be like more books on this because the scope is going to widen and we've going to... Yeah, they hint that they to had to plug in more win. controllers for more people to join the melee yeah. game. Yeah, they're gonna need a splitter for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they mentioned like how Stannis and Baratheon uh, have left and now building their own, uh, like the gathering. Oh uh, yeah, Lysa. swords. Lysa and Stannis are, yeah, gathering swords. Yeah, Varys knows about Renly and Loras's sneaky little trick, so I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Renly and Loras intend Robert to uh, to. Bed and met the fourteen-year-old girl of Marjorie Tyrell, which is normal. It's just a normal thing to be like. I think that your brother should marry my sister, and the ages of them is not relevant. Yeah, like like your what fifty-year-old uh, gross. Uh, I don't think he's fifty. I think he's like thirty-six. Yeah, he's probably thirty-something. Thirty yeah, something. It's the same age as Ned. Yeah, I mean, it is still too old. I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's still not reasonable, but it's, yeah. Well, we did have a 50-year-old man, John Aaron, marry Lysa when she was, like, Eesh. 17 or whatever, so. Yeah, and how come no one canceled him, huh? Well. I'm canceling him right now. <laughs> okay, I'm writing it well, down. Yeah. Somebody I mean, he was canceled. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is what Ned's trying to figure out. Who wrote that call out post on John <laughs> Tears of Liss is just like screenshots of Twitter DMs. Yeah. <laughs> Ned's trying to find the receipts. <laughs> <laughs> we found the book. Uh, okay, so somebody, one of them says that he needs more birds. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, that's nothing. Yeah. That's- Basically, we just learned the information that these two men know all the information of all the chapters we've already read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They want more beds. Which is pretty impressive because some of them occurred on another continent. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Like, you guys were going off about the wizard hat. You know what fucking got me? <laughs> is that Varys... Okay, well, spoilers. This is Varys and Illyrio. Um... <laughs> Varys pushes a, like a, a stone on the wall. It's like a big stone button, and it, uh, Minecraft pistons <laughs> activate, and a do- and a fucking giant wall appears. Like, uh, I love the Red Keep is just a big Scooby Doo castle. No one will ever know all yeah. the secrets. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's there's like uh, fucking Arya runs into the dragon bones, and then. Uh, <laughs> Says yoinks. <laughs> she says yoinks. She 
does she does a little like her legs are spinning but she's not moving and then she <laughs> runs away. Magler hired all the best redstone builders and then murdered them all after <laughs> after they finished. And nobody can He blocked them from the server. Yeah, nobody can figure out how to make a redstone calculator anymore because they're all idiots. Uh yeah, so there's a big moving wall. I guess I don't know how it goes back up after it slides back down into place, but um, yeah, it being a wall doesn't really makes sense to me. <laughs> like, wouldn't you want to push a button and make a door instead of a wall? I don't know. Uh, Walls are for stopping you going places. <laughs> yeah, you push a button and you say, "Oh, I guess I can't go this <laughs> I way." I gave myself another barrier. <laughs> Arya mentions it to uh, Ned too. She says, "I was by the well and the place with the secret wall. Like everybody just knows about this." She assumes. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't you heard about the secret wall, Dad? God. <laughs> Ned, don't you know the about the famous secret wall? Ned, don't you know about illusory walls? Come on, bro. Like I've already got my <laughs> my decks up to fifteen. Ned, I put I put my message down. Did you not hit the wall? Come on. <laughs> Ned needs the developer notes to like figure out the. Whenever uh, Littlefinger walks in, there's a the red <laughs> chalk appears on the floor that says like "liar ahead." <laughs> and Ned's like, uh, "That won't stop me because I can't read." <laughs> he walks. <laughs> he walks into. Uh, Robert's uh, tent that morning, and uh, on the floor it says, "Beautiful chest ahead." <laughs> so she, they go away. Um, the two strangers that we don't know who they are. Uh, Arya keeps going, and she ends up like by the river outside the castle, and she's covered in like mud and shit, and she was in the sewer, and it's gross. So she takes a swim. Um, and cleans her clothes, and then she goes back up to the castle and uh, argues with some two foul-mouthed people, and they're jerks. Yeah, she owns them. Yeah, it's pretty good. I wonder if this scene will replay whenever she's trying to get into... Yeah, I wonder if it's important that there's a secret way out of the castle that no one knows about. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Mm. Um, Interesting. I thought it was cute when she was on the way out. She was like kind of scared, and she was like, "I." She had to imagine that Nymeria was with her to make her brave enough to keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll talk about this in. I mean, I guess. Can I talk about this here? This isn't really spoilers. This the whole thing is like. um, So she she's going through like the underworld, basically. She, you know, she gets into the window, she finds the, like, dead skulls, um, she keeps going and finds a giant well that's, like, it reminds her of the stairway down to hell that old Nan talked and told her about. There's a cold, hard, or, like, a cold breath coming out of it, um, like a, you know, some air current, uh, and then, you know, she goes, like, all the way through the bowels of this castle and i think i've already mentioned that the red keep is like a weirwood so she's like going through the underworld and then you know she has her wolf with her uh metaphorically and then she ends up in a river and she when she gets out of the underworld she takes a bath like a baptism you know so it's uh really cool i like it it's a good chapter i like it it's very good 
It is good. Yeah, so at the end she talks to Ned and like she gives the truncated version of the story that we like in the way that we mentioned it before. Ned just says, Oh, you are just hearing like mamas and jugglers <laughs> yeah. uh, talking. Which like come on, Ned. Like I think some of them uh, I feel like Arya's probably the kind of kid who like cries wolf a lot, you know? So I can understand him not listening to her story this time. But if he was if he was really listening and heard they said you had a book and a bastard and if one hand could die, why not a second? That feels very relevant to what he's been thinking about. It's like the the thing he's he's talked to thinking about constantly. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. How does he not match that? She says that the wolf and the lion were going to eat each other. Uh, yeah. Like, and then the princess was his child, which, if he'd remembered that detail later, maybe, yeah. Hmm. So. I do think that this is all kind of things that, like, people could be gossiping about. Yeah. True. Yeah, sure. Like, besides the book and the best, I think book and the best is the only thing that's, like, yeah, too the bastard thing, and then, but Arya, like, fucks up the bastard thing by saying John. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ned's like, oh, they're just talking about my fucking bastard that I hate people to think about, because... I'm an honorable man. And also the monsters, because she doesn't realize that they're dragon skulls. Mm. So she just calls yeah. them monsters, and he's yeah. like, are you imagining things? Uh, but then... Then, like, Yoran appears, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, your son, he looks like you. <laughs> <laughs> or he's like, yeah. I don't know, has anything happened besides Yoran tells... Uh, Ned? Yeah, Yoran needs to talk to Ned uh, alone, like... She te- he tells Arya that John is fine, and then like yeah. uh, there's a fun moment of like dramatic irony, I guess, uh, if you've already read the book, uh, when uh, Arya is like still worried about what they were talking about, how one hand can die, uh, the other can too, and then like Desmond says, "Oh, like look, look, like Ned has fifty men, uh, and even." Even a wizard can be killed by a sword, so you know he doesn't have to worry about anything, mm-hmm. which is fun. Lannisters would never kill my dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good chapter. Uh, what do we got next? It has another, you know, quippy ending that wizards die the same as other men. Yeah, once you cut yeah, their heads if, off. But if you cut off a wizard's head, you also get a. You get a. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, you know, wizards die the same way as others is something uh, the people in Harry Potter would have, like, really uh, should have learned from this. Why make the complicated spells when you can just, like, cut off Voldemort's head? Just you don't need to find head. the Horcruxes. Like, if you... He can have as many Horcruxes as he wants. If 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 you, like, sever his head from his neck, like... Well, you just shoot, shoot the Horcrux with a bullet. Just shoot the, just fucking shoot the Horcrux with a bullet. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's talk about some more of good books instead of those. Robert has another normal one. <laughs> Robert is having the most normal one of his life, and everyone in the council says it's normal. Also. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, Robert Baratheon, feminist hero, says, I think it's fine to kill a girl, um, because I believe in equal rights. Uh, she says about the 14-year-old... Equal rights to be assassinated. Yeah. About the 14-year-old girl, she says, the whore is pregnant. Which yeah, is, wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
they were having a big argument over uh, killing Daenerys now that she's pregnant, and uh, Ned is saying, like, no, don't do child murder, because it's bad. Please don't do child murder. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please, Robert. No. And Robert says... Robert, her child Robert, is yes? a million miles away. Yeah. He He's really like, why does it matter that she has a baby? And it's like, yeah, why does it matter? Because you already knew she married the man. Did you think she wasn't going to have a baby? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, like Ned makes some very good arguments. Like if you fear, if you fear her child, like it's gonna take like I don't know, fifteen years until he will be any danger to you. Yeah, an infant mortality. If, if he so ever bad. is, you know. Yeah. Like, why would the Dothraki go across the ocean? Yeah, they don't. Horses can't. Horses horse can't go over ocean. Yeah. yeah. The Dothraki pour potions of water walking into their horses. <laughs> 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 they don't know like nobody has figured out how to put a horse on a boat yet so you don't need to worry <laughs> it's not that I mean they specifically hate water or like salt water yeah they hate it so yeah. much it's it's evil curse this is known yeah it is known my horse can't drink it I don't want anything to do with it Mm-mm. Uh, that's how they know not to drink piss unlike Robert <laughs> <laughs> Ah, so they're cowards. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and it's also if, like, if the child doesn't die, if she doesn't miss Gary, if it's a daughter, mm. like, all these things have to happen, and it also 15 or 20 years have to pass before this will be an actual threat. And, like, you should stop being a fucking... You, robot, should also need to, like, still be alive by that point. Why wouldn't Robert be like, oh, fuck yes, a war. Let's do this, you know? Yeah. He's changed. I'm a different man than I was two days ago. I don't <laughs> want to do fight anymore. <laughs> he just wants to eradicate all Targaryens, basically. Bring me yeah. my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Renly and Varys both agree uh, in different ways. Like, Renly's like, fuck yeah, and you should have uh, thought of killing them when they were even smaller. Mm-hmm. Really, I would not say it's like fuck yeah. He's like eh, if you want. I think he's kind of just placating Robert more, where he's like, "This doesn't matter to me, so whatever." I mean, he's saying he's saying like, "Yeah, we should have done this." Like, seems seems simple enough. He doesn't see any like moral qualms here uh, about killing, you know. Some kids. Yeah, he says we ought to have had Viserys and his sister killed years ago, but his grace, my brother, made the mistake of listening to John Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little more than apathy, I, mean, I think. It is kind of weird that they haven't, like, captured them, at least. Right? Uh. Yeah, they just sort of been left to wander around. Yeah, like, if they're afraid of this, like, eventual Targaryen uprising, why would they not be like, well, we should do something? Like, I'm not saying they should have killed them, but they should have done something, probably. Hmm. I guess it was Robert's whole, like, making problems by doing nothing thing. Can somebody write an AU where they get uh, Viserys and Danny when they're kids and uh, they get fostered at Winterfell? They probably should get, like, Theon fostered somewhere. That would be really nice if uh, Viserys... What if Viserys turned into a good boy because Ned is a good father? Oh. Mm, it didn't really work on Theon. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Shit. Sounds like a Theon situation. 
Yeah, but maybe if Theon wouldn't have been like the only foster child. Yeah. Mm. What if they teamed? Yeah, what if they teamed up? <laughs> not good. Not good. I'm I'm <laughs> optimistic. I I do think that they should have like had Viserys and Danny like fostered somewhere, but I guess the problem is that like Robert would never have allowed them to be yeah. alive in the kingdom. No. I- even if they were like stripped of titles. Yeah. I think even if he was sent to the Night's Watch or something, and Danny was like married to some somebody, though, I don't know. Yeah, they could have had him married to like Renly or something. E- I, Robert would not be cool with that. Yeah, you, if she had kids, but then, then the power be... would all be in House Baratheon again. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, but this isn't logic. Like all to... Targaryens would be Baratheons. <laughs> yeah, Robert. Robert would never have allowed them to come back to Westeros alive. Yeah. So. Ned we don't have to uh, think about any of these. Great. Ned makes the great point to Robert to is uh, to like uh, if if we just go ahead and kill children, what uh, makes us different from Ares? Uh, isn't that what you uh, you were rebelling against? Isn't that why we had to kill Ares? And Robert's no. like, no, we had to end the Targaryens. That's why we did it. So mm-hmm. <laughs> great, yeah, great yeah. shit from Robert. Some good revisionist history from Robert. Yeah, we were only fighting because of Rhaegar, and not because Eris wanted to kill Ned and Robert. He also tells a great story of how uh, Robert spared Barristan at the battlefield uh, when was on the trident. Uh, Rose Bolton wanted him. Yeah, when Rose Bolton wanted them to uh, cut his throat. Is that the first ruse? That's the. Fir- I think that's the first ruse. The ruse is loose. Is loose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll do like many more normal things, like saying we should murder someone. Mm. I mean, that's pretty normal considering. <laughs> it actually was like pretty, like it's on the normal spectrum of cold-hearted so it, far. It's pretty basic. A lot of the people we've seen so far, I think. Mm-hmm. I just like to point out the well. Okay, first Barristan says, "Okay, yeah, uh, we shouldn't kill a child." Uh, and then I'd like to point out the fucking uh, most contrived way uh, Littlefinger could have oh put God. his uh, support to uh, killing the child. Uh, he says, when you find yourself in bed with an ugly woman, the best thing to do is close your eyes and get on with it. Waiting won't make the maid any prettier. Kiss her and be done with it. And then Littlefinger says... I fuck. Also, let's kill this girl. <laughs> and then when Sir Barristan doesn't get it, or just like repeats kiss her, he says, a steel kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Littlefinger is like, I like to talk about 14-year-olds in a weird, creepy way. I can't help it. It's like a, it's just like an instinct. Ugh. <sighs> yeah. Wait, does Barristan think that he's talking about <laughs> kissing Danny instead of murdering her? <laughs> Is Barristan like, like, what? You can't kiss her? She's married. I think he was... I think... Alright. I think he was just being, uh, like... He was a guest at this... Yeah, how dare you be horny at my table. I think it was more so the, like, the, uh... What's the word? That he would liken this to kissing, I think. Yeah, I Yeah, think. he's like, that's, that's gross. Don't say that, little finger. Yeah. Barristan's not allowed to kiss. He, he just can't do it. <laughs> Barristan's like, what is kissing? Barristan just doesn't know what it means. He's like, is that what kissing is? I'm so confused. He swore an oath. 
He didn't know what that part meant. No. <laughs> how, do, how do you father a child? I, I'm already <laughs> a child. He's like, little finger, what is love? <laughs> Can love bloom even on a battlefield? <laughs> Uh, Pycelle has an has this like whole fucking speech about how isn't it wiser and kinder <laughs> to kill one boy or one girl instead of thousands or tens of thousands? Oh, isn't it better? I am. Yeah, I don't know. He does some bullshit. Pycelle's like, have you considered the trolley problem? Um, and they all they all do the trolley problem, and they all say, "Ah, oh, society." <laughs> <laughs> Only this trolley problem has like tens of thousands of people on the other track. The the track is just stacked. It's amazing. It can't get over it, but yeah. it's going to be carnage. The trolley wouldn't. Danny has get done through, like, like thought crime, but it's baby crime. <laughs> <laughs> the trolley would just stop after a couple people. It wouldn't. You know, like, <laughs> it wouldn't have enough speed. Anyway, um, they talk about how Jorah uh, might be willing to do it, but um, it probably won't work because they're almost in Vase Dothrak where it, he would be, like, punished. He would be fucking murked so hard if he did that, if he killed her inside Vase Dothrak. So um, they're trying to come up. They basically move on to, like, coming up with a way to kill her. And, uh,. Uh, Ned says, like, if you're gonna do this, I'm not putting my name on it, and uh, I'll quit if you do. And Robert's like, he gets very mad. And Ned takes his pin off, and he leaves the room. After uh, hearing some more insults and stuff. Yeah, how long has he been hand at this point? For, like, three weeks? Um, I think it's been several months. This is his first meeting with Robert, actually, there. <laughs> yeah. Robert showed up and he was like, oh, wait, this sucks, actually. Yeah. I did like the one part where Varys was like, what if we poisoned her? And Pycelle was like, what did you say about poison? <laughs> Didn't Ned say something about you poisoning? Wait a second. Poison? Pycelle gets, poison. Pycelle gets one clue and then goes back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Ned, like... Robert complains that poison is a coward's weapon, and Ned's like, "Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me, dude? Like, <laughs> you- are you fucking? J- oh, poison is a coward's weapon. <laughs> That's what Ned he says. says. It's SpongeBob stupid face. Like, <laughs> yeah, he does. Poison is a coward's weapon, but killing fourteen-year-old pregnant children is not a coward's choice. <laughs> it's very brave That's and manly. Just, yeah." Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just like, I'm, fuck you, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. He throws, does he throw it or does he just put it on the table? He puts, he his puts flask. it, lays it on the table. Yeah. He's just like Tyrion in the show. <laughs> yeah, he, he resigns. He puts his badge and gun on the table and yeah. he says, I'm out of here. He says, I'm a crooked cop now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going outside the law. Uh, yeah. So he gets out. They're, they continue talking about uh, ways to kill her and the, how faceless men are expensive, which is the first mention of faceless men, I think. Yeah. Uh, yes. I think. And then uh, he goes back to his house, 
and he summons his steward and says, like, find me some a ship and and I quit and we're gonna be returning and don't tell anyone. And then uh, Littlefinger shows up and <laughs> little fucking finger, <laughs> yep, just oozes into the room. <laughs> <laughs> Just a blob of a man. <laughs> Comes under the door just through the crack and <laughs> forms a human man. Who's that who's that like joke superhero that turns into like a puddle of like silver goo? And he always like I have no idea. he like licks his two fingers, making the like horn sign and then uh fixes his eyebrows. What the f don't know. It's what like are you this talking about <laughs> Alright, it's this Terminator? No, no, somebody <laughs> Somebody will know what I'm talking about. It's this old-ass cartoon. Okay. And... I feel like I'm transcending right now. <laughs> I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> Alright. Littlefinger does do the, like, thing where... Okay, you make, a, like, horns with your fingers, and you lick your pinky... I know what you mean by that. I've definitely seen that before. <laughs> he does that. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is his name? It doesn't matter. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. Uh... Someone in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Someone up. Yeah. That's like the way he he, he changes into his costume too, as he turns into like a, a puddle, and then he comes back out, and he has his costume, and he has like real black spiky hair. And I feel like we're little finger. <laughs> we're suddenly trapped in a man who has hallucinations. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! This, whole, this is all a dream. That's what this whole podcast is about: is me trying to convince <laughs> you guys of. This crazy theory. Anyway. So anyway, before Littlefinger even gets to the point, he has to go off about uh, how he has to mate with, meet with uh, Lady mm -hmm. Tanda afterwards to eat lamprey pie and roast suckling mm -hmm. pig, and that she yeah. doesn't. He doesn't want to fuck her, but uh, he, he does wants like to lamprey. eat lamprey. I'm putting this on his call out. Lamprey pie sounds like the grossest thing ever. No, I want to try it. I would try it, but they sit. They say that it's like rich and like how I can mean, eels be rich? E eels is a <laughs> eels is a pretty it's a you know it's a London it's a London delicacy. Is it? Yeah. What does it taste like? I don't know. I've never eaten it. <laughs> Just do yourself a favor and never look up what a lamprey actually looks like because uh, it. Oh, they're cute. I kind of like their weird little faces. Uh, they don't even have faces. It's just a hole. It's just a... <laughs> they have, like, little eyes and then, like, the little tooth mouth. They got little suckers. And they look like f funny little fellas. Uh. <laughs> I would I would bake them a pie. I would bake them into a pie, and I would eat it. Make sure you don't get the teeth in that pie, though. I want the teeth. I'm sure <laughs> if, like, if, like, prepared well, a lamprey, lamprey pie could be delicious. Yeah. It's it sus to me, but... Maybe I'll I'll give it maybe. I'm curious. It could just taste like fish for all we know. Hmm. Alright, okay, well, lamprey pie is Lord Baelish's favorite food after mud. So anyway, what what the fuck is Littlefinger's point here? Oh yeah, he tries to convince Ned that he was actually doing he was actually on his side because he convinced them to hire to like put a bounty on Daenerys instead of hiring faceless men, so actually this saved uh, Daenerys and Viserys. <laughs> actually, my brain is huge, and you are stupid. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm real politic uh, neoliberal, and I'm good, and I'm the best way to uh, run the country. <laughs> 
You were so dumb to have morals. Why can't you be like me and lie, cheat, and steal? And eat hot chip. You gotta work within the system, Ned. Ugh. I hate him. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> we are all. Uh, then he, he he takes Ned for a fool, and he laughs, and then uh, he says, like, if you're still around by Evenfall, I'll take you to the brothel that I have known about this entire time. And, uh, I won't, you know, I'll tell, I'll tell you there. I've known about it the whole time. Uh, I could have told you this earlier, but I've been fucking withholding information from you. For no reason. Yeah. I've been eating so many eel pies. I wouldn't <laughs> believe it. Uh, and. Every time he was about to tell Ned he saw an eel pie and got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> His one weakness. <laughs> It's more like every time he saw Ned, he saw the man who was, like, married to his crush, and he got very mad. <laughs> like, what? I won't even tell Caitlin that I'm taking you to the brothel. <sighs> then the chapter ends. I'm a little finger. Chapter end. Chapter end. Good I don't like the way this chapter ends with Littlefinger being smug. I know, Littlefinger does, like five owns in a row to Ned and Ned is like, please just get on with it, dude. Just yeah. uh, leaves an oily taste in the mouth as you finish the chapter. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, good chapters. Like We've mm-hmm. been going on for longer than we ever have. We're like over two hours at this point. So and we only had four chapters. They must have been really good chapters. <laughs> we only had four chapters. Um yeah. Do we wrap this up or do you have like friends? I could be... Yeah. Just, it's just my brain stops to work after, like, one hour, 45 minutes. Oh, same. <laughs> uh, I'll be... I could be really quick with her spoiler section. It's like, there's not too much this, uh, these chapters. Yeah, okay, sure. Um, so, spoilers, I guess, and it's... Whatever, it's not really... Oof. There's nothing really that's spoilers here. Unless you guys want to talk about plot spoiler stuff that came up. No, I think we... I don't have much more that I want to elaborate on. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have plenty of time to talk about Varys and Illyrio's plans. Uh, yeah. But as yeah. long as, like... And Littlefinger's trick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Alright, so we'll talk about some mythology stuff and symbolism. So, uh, there's some stuff that happens in the in the tourney. First, um, Sandor knocks... Uh, so Sandor is like, He's wearing like ash-colored armor and a dark green cloak. Um, he's always he's he's always described as like burnt and ashy because he represents the like result of the meteor like hitting the earth and that the ash cloud that that throws up and that blocks out the sun. And that's what he does here by knocking Jamie off his horse. Like you know, it's kind of like knocking the sun out of the heavens. So that's the ash blocking out the sun and killing it. Um, and Jamie's face gets covered by his uh, by his helmet. Um, so then the fight between Loris and uh, Gregor. Loris is the solar character here. Um, he basically looks like a like a flowery green man. And sometimes the Azor High person is uh, described this way. Uh, you can see this especially with Renly and Robert because he takes on the like the symbology of the green man, which is like the, the fertility God, um, 
and and you know was the original green seer and he uses the green seer's powers to bring this the moon down i think so loris he's like got all these flowers on him he knocks gregor who's another like meteor ash symbol uh he kind of starts off as the moon but when he falls out to his to the ground he's the meteor uh he comes boiling to his feet which is like you know water that uh meteor hit boiling um and then he tries to kill loris at the same time he knocks him off his horse which is the same thing and then we have a like sandor comes in and rescues loris and this is kind of like the sun and moon's children are gonna fight because the others are also kind of like the sun and moon's children but so is the last hero and, and humanity and they're hammering at each other it says which is like the hammer of the waters uh and it's for what seemed an eternity which is like the long night being really long uh and then the king's voice put an end to it which uh i'm pretty convinced of king bran um so bran will put an end to the long night uh and the voice of a green seer is the wind uh in leaves so this could be something that supports the idea that somehow wind will be involved in like green seer power with wind uh to like blow away all the ash clouds and stuff to end the long night which is like kind of the only logistical way we've thought of to end the long night like how it will work in real terms um Besides, I guess, like, it just running its course and the ash finally falls, but that would take years. So that's pretty much all I got. Oh, okay, Robert also is surrounded by a dozen knights, and uh, plus his Kingsguard, which... Uh, but he, he's got last hero math there. Um, the other thing I've got... Oh, okay, also Loris, whenever he... Uh, after he Right after he wins the tilt, his... Uh, all the Sapphire Forget-Me-Nots... Um, they wink in the sun, but that's also like eyes closing, which could be like stars uh, going out because the stars are blocked by the ash too, um, and they they fall to heaven as the meteors. So yeah. Uh, next, I got uh, the line from Varus that the Red Keep has ways known only to ghosts and spiders, uh, which is another thing that makes the Red Keep sound like a weirwood. Because um, spiders weave webs, ghosts live in the weirwood, uh, that kind of thing. Um, and there was lots of spider talk in these episodes, in these chapters, actually. Yeah. yeah. My idea about the ice spiders that yeah. the others ride is that that's just talking about the weirwood. In the same way that the yeah. weirwood is also like a horse that a green seer rides, it's the same idea. You know, they ride the spiders. Yeah, and Ferris is like, no one sings songs for spiders mm -hmm. in the north or south, which I thought was a little George hat. And then, like, Tyrion says that Merillion's hand looks like a spider crawling in the dirt. Mm. Yeah. And I've been, like, underlining, anytime he says the word dozen, and anytime he says the word spider, I'm like, oh, this is something. <laughs> I'll figure it out. It's a lot of fun, yeah. There's more uh, Red Keep as Weirwood stuff with um, the dream that Arya describes where the it's got bloody walls and it's described like a maze that shifts, which is the same thing that we got with Winterfell where it's like a labyrinth, 
made out of stone. Yeah. Um, but it's also like yeah, and like the walls are bloody, and then like the Winterfall walls are like warm, like mm-hmm. blood. Yeah, and it's also full of cats, which are uh, like children of the forest because they have cat eyes. Also full of blood. Yeah. Yeah, and Winterfell is full of one cat. (laughs) (laughs) Cat is full of sun and she is full of blood. (laughs) It all makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I think that's pretty much all I got for these ones, and uh, so that was. Some fun stuff. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Do we got anything else for these? You want to go another two hours talking about Tyrion Targaryen? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't believe that one at all. I mean, <laughs> the, thematically, it's disgusting nothing. to me. Um, yeah, I, and just logistically. I was specifically talking about the time tra- traveling baby one, which <laughs> it is confirmed to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> to me, it might be confirmed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or I read this one this week where Jorah is Zora Hyatt. That one was pretty funny to uh, me. Where was he reborn in mm. Salt and Smoke, though? It was like he's going to go through like the Smoking Sea for some reason. There was like sure. a whole like thing. Like in the show? Well, like he'll go through the Smoking Sea. No, but like it was like theorizing that like he'll have to go there and like the sword he'll get is, like, the Lannister sword that's there, and blah, 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 blah. What? I know. <laughs> when, when Daenerys... Maybe I can find that again and should link it to you. When Daenerys re-exiled him, and he cried a lot, and he also had to have a smoke, that was... Uh, <laughs> 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 when his dad said, uh, I'm staying here for smokes, but you, you're you gonna leave. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> gotta hate Jorah. Yep. Yes. That's the sign-off. <laughs> gotta hate Jorah. Fuck Jorah. Hiss with me, sisters. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to this extra special long episode. If you're, if you're still with us, uh, I am very proud of you. We love you. We do yeah. love you. Um, alright. Any plugs? Uh, Kay, do you want to plug anything? Your, oh, no, your I don't do appearance. anything. I just, I just like go to work and then come home. That's all. <laughs> hey, gotta, gotta earn that bread. That's what I've been doing. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna plug uh, Age of Pods once again because we've had Chaz on the last episode, uh, which was the first episode on Seven Swans. It was a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, check it out. It's a good album, and I think, I think the last, the last few episodes were like really what we what we were trying to achieve with this podcast so i'm very glad with how they turned out nice um i also don't have any plugs uh (laughs) hopefully uh i'll have the poster done soon i think i don't know oh i'm excited i at least like have it ready to go and then i'll touch it up a little bit more i don't know anyway uh goodbye i thank you for listening i love you um, yeah. Fuck Jorah. Fuck Jorah. Fuck Jorah! Fuck Jorah. <laughs>